Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to the Insomnia Project. Sit back, relax, and listen as we have a calm conversation that's designed to help you find your way to sleep. Uh, this is the only podcast that I'm aware of that is recorded by Insomniacs for Insomniacs, so we hope you you will enjoy or get something from it. I'm your host, Marco Timpano. Here I am. I'm Amanda Barker. And Marco, I actually... I'm going to get real technical. Okay. And I, you asked me earlier, could I hear you? Mm. And I could. And now I can't. Okay. So I'm not sure what the change is. Oh, there we go. Okay, there okay. you go. Things change sometimes from uh, rehearsal to performance, right? That's right. Seasons change, as they say. Yeah. For everything, there is a season and a season unto everything. Unto sure. Heaven. Sure. Turn, turn, turn. Amanda, I have to correct something that we said last oh, no. episode. Controversy. So I think we said we were talking about uh, a streetcar named Desire uh-huh. when we should have been talking about, um, <laughs> what's the other one? A cat on a hot tin roof. Yes. And you and I both were talking about a cat on a hot tin roof and yeah. yet completely calling it a streetcar named Desire. So what's the guy's name in a cat on a hot tin roof then? Because I was all like... Oh, I guess it's Stanley. No, it's not. It, not who I was referring to. I was still referring to Big Daddy, but Big Daddy from Cat on a Hot Tin Roof, which not of course from the Golden Girls. No, not from the Golden Girls. <laughs> I didn't even. I never even thought of that. Big Daddy from the Golden no, Girls, didn't? in reference to yeah. I did. I, for some reason, I never associated the two. But um, I'm sure that's what oh, it's that's, from. That's me hitting my computer in case you um, heard that noise. Cooper. His name is, remember I said it was like Kid or Mitch. I knew it was like a nickname. Okay. Uh, Brick. 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 I was close. I said Mitch or Kit. Yeah, so there you go. I mean, who's named Brick, really? I I guess one of that guy is. Um, Yeah. My favorite, my favorite uh, Brick, it was our friend David Snellgrove. Yes. Who performed that role in Stratford. And I'll tell you, I saw that, I saw, I've seen Cat on a Hot Tin Roof in, in, the theater a few times, which is just a random thing that's happened to me. Um, and it would have actually been uh, this month, exactly 10 years ago, that I saw Scarlett, now that I think about it, I saw Scarlett Johansson on Broadway um, performing Maggie the Cat on in Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. And how was she? She was amazing. Okay. And I 
have a real respect for her as a performer because of that performance. If anybody knows Scarlett, let her know that yeah, this is what her. we've had to say. I'm going to, Marco, I want to call something out as well. Okay, sure. This might be the episode where we just discuss random things, but sure. uh, as always, my voice might sound a little different yes. to some people today, and I don't want anyone to worry. I do not have a cold. She does not have a cold. Uh, 100% I don't. I was performing on Friday. And that performance involved a fair bit of um, screaming. Yes. I, I don't know, a delightful, soothing, mundane way to say it right. other than that. Um, but I'm fine. Mm -hmm. That was just my acting. There you go. And I, I figured I would lose my voice, but it's interesting. I didn't lose it that night. I right. lost it more the next day. Sure, mm -hmm. sure. And also, you know, adrenaline and whatnot, when you yeah. when you use your voice like that, it can get stressed and you feel it the next day, kind of like a muscle when you're working out. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, a good way to look at it. We went to the museum today because we were going to go see a lovely exhibit that mm -hmm. I thought we were going to talk about on the podcast episode. The Leonard Cohen exhibit. At the AGO, which the, stands for the Art Gallery of Ontario. Mm -hmm, of which we are members it's or true. Some kind of membership. We're not. We're not. Uh, we're. We have a membership, but not the highest membership or whatever that is. Right. That gets you into the secret restaurant. There's a. Well, what? it's not a secret restaurant, but you know the restaurant that's attached oh, to yeah. it. You need so, that membership, and we had that membership in the past, and we liked it, and we did. But this time, we got this membership. And we got a cheaper membership. It's true because we know that we're busy, and we may not use it to the fullest extent. I think you can always upgrade it anyway. Yeah, yeah, of course you can. So I want to just address the secret restaurant. Mm -hmm. I should say we went to the AGO, but it's closed today, which is Monday when we're recording. So a really hot tip from those of us here, just check and see if things are open when you have big plans for a Monday morning. It's true. When you find you have a Monday morning off, which we did. Especially on a Monday. Yeah, exactly. Um, so... Um, I, uh, my, my stomach is making a lot of noise. Oh, is that your stomach? Yeah. Okay. It, so I, I apologize. I just want to call it out and I hope it's soothing for someone. I mean, the odd little growl isn't going to disturb too many people. Amanda. It's just fascinating because you don't think your stomach makes any noises and then suddenly you're like, well, there's nothing else that that could be. Fair enough. When you're in this little booth. Anyway, um... So the secret restaurant is the original home that was on that site, right? That's right. And they built sort of around it. Mm -hmm. So there's actually an old Victorian house embedded inside a very modern museum. Is that right to say? Uh, I would say they, they, they kept the structure of that home and built the museum sort of attached to it. Mm -hmm. Does that make Versus sense? Versus around it. Yeah, they sort of, it sort of sticks outside of it, I guess. Yeah. It's connected to it. It's connected to it. It would almost be the street behind yeah. the street that it's on. So what's interesting is where the Art Gallery of Ontario is, mm -hmm. is in an area that was once known as the Ward in Toronto. And the Ward was where it's sort of, I guess for a better lack of description, sort of Midtown Toronto, what we would think of as Midtown. Okay. No, you're giving I, me Aren't we Midtown? Sure. I mean, I think our area was sort of the upper ward, really. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. But um, 
like where we are right now used to be a, um, a factory for um, skates. They made skates. Did you know that? Ice skates. I wasn't sure. I knew they made something, but I didn't know yeah. it was skates. I thought it was other things. It I might can't... have been the blades, for, sure. the blades for ice skates, but I think it was the ice skates themselves. They made them where, we, where we're sitting right now. I totally believe you. I think there was a big, bigger demand in the 1900s, early 1900s for ice skates. Sure. Um, but eventually the factory uh, was discontinued for whatever reason, and then they built homes, and here we are. So the ward was... Um, a very diverse um, population of people who are new to Toronto. Right. So same as the tenements, the Lower East Side in New York or anywhere in New York, really, or Boston, Mm -hmm. you know, um, the communities around uh, Boston, especially the north end of Boston. Um, The ward was very well known for um, immigrants from Russia Immigrants from uh, Poland, sure. Italy. I'm trying to think of some other countries that were really heavily. There was Jewish. Um, a lot of Jewish, yeah, yeah. from various countries um, at that time, um, at the turn of the century. I'm trying to think of some other people that the ward was known for. Uh, less Portuguese, right. I think. Um, Russian. Russian, uh, Ukrainian, Ukrainian, Poland, yeah, yeah. sure. So a lot of Eastern Bloc countries, but that wasn't the only. And there right. were other countries uh, represented, certainly. Um, but those were the, I think at that time, a lot of Irish sure. uh, immigrants as mm-hmm. well. And um, the ward uh, was made up of sort of small, simple homes uh, that people lived in when they were working in the factories. Sure. Uh, downtown and the, the shops downtown kind of thing. So I would have... What's sad about our city is that a lot of that, some of that's still there, but a lot of it is no longer there, like so many cities. But our city in particular is is sort of notorious for tearing down homes and building condos and not giving the interesting homes mm-hmm. their due. Mm-hmm. So we... There's, I mean, the the flip side of that is they're trying to make space for everybody. Sure. So I actually sure. do think it comes from somewhat of a good place, right? Or an accessible place. The bad side of that is that we do lose some of our rich history architecturally and otherwise. Mm-hmm. So that home in the AGO was uh, one of the featured homes of the ward. I think um, certainly that area was the ward. Of course, um, Chinatown. I should say there was a large influx of. Uh, Asian immigrants, particularly Chinese immigrants at that time. Wow. Yeah. And and it's now, the AGO is pretty much adjacent to Chinatown. So that, yeah. that population has remained for several decades, century at this point. If you're listening and you're one of the people that watches the television program called Murdoch Mysteries, mm-hmm. doesn't a lot of it take place around the ward at mm-hmm. that time, right? Yeah. So. yeah. And what's interesting is we still use the words ward. So we'll say ward 76 sure. or ward. You'll hear that in Toronto. That's not a word that is used in every city. What does that mean, ward? I think it's just an area, just district, an area? like okay. district. Oh, I see. It's just a old-timey word for, you know— uh, an area, a segmented area on a map or a district. Um, another part of the ward was uh, demolished for um, the Eaton Center, which is a big mall, mm-hmm. but a landmark also of Toronto. Um, so the Dundas area, the Young area, Gerard, um, sort of the west of Young kind of area, that was the ward. Um, so there's... 
there's still remnants of the word today. And sure. I think that's really fascinating. And so that's one of the really interesting remnants for me anyway, of the ward in Toronto. It's just oh, one of those areas of, of the, I think Toronto has a lot of rich history, but it doesn't have the um, pride in its history that it could have. And so you, it takes some time to uncover it because no one's thinking to put it front and center, you know, so you have to go and look for it. I love when you're in a city, including our own, but when you're mm-hmm. in a city and you see architecture from the 1920s, mm-hmm. that Art Deco, Art Nouveau yeah. architecture. This is one of the things I love about Los Angeles in mm-hmm. particular, because mm-hmm. so much of that has been kept or remained or remain or it happened to be a city that was going through a lot of building during that yeah. time. So you see those, those, and you often see it if there's a union station in your town or city. That's called Union Station? Well, it would be the main station, right? right. The main train station. Right. Uh, a lot of cities have a union station. Mm-hmm. And... A lot of those were built around that time, and mm-hmm. they're grandiose. And when they built them, they wanted them to look really wonderful. And so going to a train station in a right. city is something I enjoy doing. I think we went. Did we go to the one in San Diego once? And it was so beautiful. I've never been to San Diego. Okay. So that wasn't me. Who did I? Where did we go? We went to a train station that was all mosaic tiles blue mosaic tiles well i know there's one in nashville no this was in california blue mosaic tiles oh no santa cruz i don't know i santa cruz was it nashville i just remember that it had blue mosaic tiles I think it was the, do you want me to look up the train station in Nashville? Yeah, look it up and see, and then look up San Diego, because maybe it was in San Diego. I've never been to San Diego. San Diego's beautiful. Where were you in, who did you go to San Diego with? Did I go with Mark? I I don't know. I feel like I went with Mark. I feel like I was there for work. Okay. Although, now I don't even remember if I've been to San Diego. So San Diego's south of Los Angeles. It is, apparently. I don't think I've actually ever been. I have been to San Diego. Anyways, regardless, look up the train station in San Diego and see if it's beautiful. But I love going to train stations, even though I'm not one of these people who is really into trains. Uh, You know, there's people who love to look at trains or have train sets or, you know, we talked about train sets around the Christmas tree. Yeah, I think that's. Oh, that's Nashville. And that's Nashville. Oh, that's Nashville. That's a union station in Nashville. Okay. But we have been there and it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. So that's the well, one that- Why did we go to the train station in Nashville? We were walking around, I think, okay. downtown. And I've been there a few times because I also went there with Victor. I see. So I had one trip to Nashville without you mm-hmm. with my dear friend, Victor. Victor, I almost want to just talk about Victor right now. Sure. I don't know if it's interesting for anyone, but he is an actor and director. Mm-hmm. Actually, he's more of a director now. I think he gave up his, uh, he hung up his acting shoes or masks as the, whatever the expression is. And he moved to London, England. Now he is actually somebody who lived in the ward area okay. of Toronto. And he is one of those people that was born and raised in Toronto. Right. Specifically in the Ossington and Dundas area, which was still considered the ward, although sure. a, bit, a bit west yeah. for the ward. But anyway. Um, How far does the ward go? In my brain, it's like everywhere. But no, I think... I thought the ward was just university, that little strip of university Ave. 
You want me to look that up? I think you should. While you're doing that, I'll talk about Victor. So Victor is a friend that I met through Amanda. And we were doing a play together with Victor. And it was a reenactment of a trial that took place 100 years ago in a courtroom in a city north of Toronto called Brampton. And so we were sort of, the play took the transcripts and sort of brought them to life. And I was the judge. Mm -hmm. So I was playing the judge. And I Mm -hmm. remember telling the director, who is also a friend of ours, who said, Marco, I really want you to play the judge. And I said to her, I said, look, I'm just coming off a really big show. I'm really exhausted. I don't know how much time I have to dedicate to this show. So you might want to pick someone else for the judge. And she's like, no, no, you're the only one. And I said, I just don't know if I can commit more lines to memory right now. And she said, you won't have to commit your lines to memory. You're the judge. You can sort of have them in front of you and kind of be familiar with them and then just go from there. And because I'm an improviser, I said, okay, I will do that. But because this was staged in the actual old courtroom, which is no longer used, and the audience sat in the seats that you would go if you went to a trial, I was there front and center. And I remember saying to to our director, because some of the people got to sit where the jury would be. Mm-hmm. And I said to her, what if someone's cell phone rings? Because this play takes takes place 100 years ago mm-hmm. in the 1900s or whatever it was, 1910s, 20s. There was no cell phones at that point. It's going to sort of break the illusion since the audience is sort of incorporated into the space. Mm-hmm. And she assured me that would not happen. <laughs> and then a week before we were to go on, she's like, I expect everyone to be memorized. I expect this. I expect that. And I said, hang on a second. It was all lies. It was all lies. And sure enough, on one of the performances, Amanda, I don't know if you remember this, because Amanda was playing the busybody lady who was on the stand. It was one of many busybodies I've played in my career. You're a good busybody. I am. I'm the original busybody. Okay. It's the OG yeah. busybody. Yeah. So, of course, it was the most packed night on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. And in the jury section, which were the premium price tickets, mm-hmm. someone's cell phone rings. Yeah. So I brand, but uh, it kept going that and it night. kept going. I ignored it. It kept at first. ringing like she, and then she shut it off. It would ring again. It just kept it ringing. Off. And yeah. so I grabbed my gavel and I banged it on my gavel spot, whatever you, a yeah, judge the calls old it. Gavel spot. You know, the old gavel spot. It's a great spot. bar. <laughs> and I said, would someone turn off their music box? Because I had to think, <laughs> what would they have had back For then? Sure, yeah. And so. Which is very brilliant, actually. Uh, I, I didn't want to say, but you mm-hmm. know, when you're when you're hitting the gavel spot, you really have to think yeah. of uh, what comes to mind. So, and this patron was kind of arguing with me, and I would have nothing of it because I'm the judge. So yeah. I had my stenographer go collect the music box, aka quite a the cell phone, and take it out of the courtroom. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. And there are still people who will come up to me today and say, "I remember that time you were a judge and you." banged on your thing you had that cell phone removed from that the theater. That blasted music box. That music box. And my courtroom. Mm-hmm. 
that was, I mean, again, that was from the same same sort of time, that courtroom in Brampton, which would have been a very much a farm community at that time. Sure. And Victor played the crown attorney, if oh, I'm I not mistaken. Oh, I forgot we were talking about Victor. Yeah, so yeah. He, he played the crown attorney. And he had even more lines than you. He I mean, it was ridiculous. So many lines. And I feel like... It was a big ask, friends. Yeah. We I, love our dear friend who directed this. But she made some pretty big asks. She well, she she masked it. Yeah, she did. She masked it, and she it's did. not that much work. And then easy peasy, you can have it in front of you, except for you can't have it in exactly. front of you. Exactly. So yeah. And Victor, being the great actor that he is he slash is. was, yeah, tried to be memorized in that week, and I said I wasn't going to do it. And he so, also was very. He did it as a favor to her, and yeah. if I remember correctly, he Victor. Um, I just feel like talking about Victor right now. He. Uh, used to manage film festivals. Right, all over the world. All over the world. And he was managing a film festival in Toronto at the mm-hmm. time. Um, he would work, he would manage the box office uh, specifically of the film festivals. And you've been on trips with Victor. He's a lovely man to travel with. I've traveled to Nashville with him, as I said. I've right. also traveled to Lisbon with mm-hmm. him. Um, those are two places. Is Lisbon nice? We never talked about Lisbon on the air. I really want to go to Lisbon. I want to go to Portugal. Lisbon is nice. I'd like to go back and I'd like to go to Porto because I've heard oh, that okay. that is even nicer. Lisbon was lovely because I went for like three days, uh, four days maybe. And it was a lovely city to do that in. And when Amanda came back from Lisbon, we had to do Portuguese, Portuguese style tiles. I was very inspired by the tile yeah, of You were inspired Portugal. by Portugal for sure. It was in 2017, I think. Yeah. And I, well, my feet, you, we we're both, our feet are on blue and brown tile right now Planted and right white now. tile oh. because I was so inspired by the, the yeah. beautiful tiles of Portugal. And you brought back beautiful uh, coasters mm-hmm. with that style, if I'm not mistaken, from Portugal. I did. Yeah. I think. Yeah. They're the blue and white ones we have over there. Are those from Portugal? I believe so. Is that where? No, I think those are from Turkey. Or Portugal. I think we got those in Istanbul. Okay. Well, coasters, Which is nowhere you know. close, but. Do people still use coasters? We do. Are coasters a good gift? You know, when you can't oh, think of question. when you can't think of something to purchase for someone, mm-hmm. are coasters the go-to gift? I think coasters are a wonderful gift. Mm-hmm. What about those jade rollers for your face? Not for me. Not a wonderful okay. gift. Because you've received at least one of those. A few jade rollers. Everyone wants my face rolled. I guess so. Um, for I the just, record, I did not buy her a jade no, roller uh, yet. Yet. What, what anniversary is Jade? No, no, but... Is it coming up? We think we're on Lace. We have an anniversary in a few weeks, and it's Lace, and neither one of us has Look any... Look up what anniversary Jade is, because I bet it's really high up there. Like, I'm going to say 21. I feel like I'm taking... I'm your secretary today, or your assistant. I have the ward up. So okay. Oh, yeah, you were going to tell us about... I know, we're... Amanda has both phones right now, so that's why I'm asking her to look things up. So it looks to me that the ward... It's hard because I wrote 1920s. Um, oh my goodness, there's things I did not know were in here. That's interesting. Um, so a lot of these streets, I mean, they, they've changed the streets since then. Changed the names or changed the actual streets? The names of the streets and the st- streets. I'm so curious to know what the names were before. Um, well, I'm, I'm in a place called, oh, okay, Bellwoods Park. Park. Mm-hmm. So the ward goes from... Arthur Street, again, yes. I don't know. Is Arthur that, Street, yeah. Is it a thing? Yeah, sure it is. Sort of that area of Bellwoods, a little west of Bellwoods. Okay. So that isn't too far from Ossington, No, it's actually. not, actually. All the way over 
to, sorry, it's taking me, to um, like City Hall, Victoria Street. Oh, to Victoria. Okay, so, so that's young a little bit. That's quite a ways. Yeah, it is. And then in terms of how far north. Victoria Street is where, where I go to get my passport renewed. Just above St. Patrick mm-hmm. is where. So that's, yeah. Yeah. All the way down to front, apparently. Noth- nothing to snark at, that's for sure. No, not at all. And then other maps are telling me even more than that. So I'm not sure. I think it depended on what, because the ward was sort of really well known at the turn of the century up until I think the 19... 30s and 40s. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted to talk about what Victor's doing now. I don't know if you've seen this. No, I haven't. Victor is directing, because as I said, he's a director. Yes. He is directing Murder Mysteries on the Canard Lines ocean steamers. Oh, this is amazing. Yeah. And now you and I have worked on cruise ships. We have. But this is actually what he's doing are the old English fleet I guess they could be considered cruise ships, but they're much more like old steam, old timey. Sure. In the time of the war. If I had my gavel. When people came over. I'd hit my gavel spot. Old timey sort of, um, I want to say steamboat ships, but I don't think it's quite that. But anyway, the Canard Line, which is, by the way, the oldest of the cruise lines in the world. um, It was a a rival to the White Star Line, which, of course, we all know from the Titanic was was a White Star ship. and I guess White Star didn't didn't, <laughs> didn't. survive, um, but Canard is still around. Wow. And I went through a phase in my life where I got very involved and interested in different ships, sure. ship companies. I was applying to work at all of them. It became a new dream for me, and I succeeded. I worked for Royal Caribbean, and then you and I worked for Norwegian much yes. much later. But uh, anyway, he's working for the Canard Line. This is amazing. Yeah, and he's traveling to um, India, Dubai. Wow. Yeah, as the director. That's so great. On the ship, yeah. And they do this, and it's all in the style of 1920s. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I would like to just be there just to enjoy it. What a wonderful thing to do on a ship or on a cruise of some sort where it's like you can participate and still be entertained. Yeah. Much like the woman who had her cell phone during the performance exactly it. was You'd per- have to. participating when she shouldn't have been. Perhaps he's telling his cast the story that, that we exact just told. story Isn't since that he, he was in that interactive experience with you. Well, wherever you are, Victor, we send you, of course, a biggest, warmest hug and love. I miss him. You know where else we went with him? You remember we went to Stonehenge with him. Oh, we did. Yeah, because we, we went to England about six, seven years ago, and uh, he lives there, so he... He journeyed around England with us. Had a great time. Yeah, and what a, we had a great time at Stonehenge. I love England. I mm-hmm. have to say, I love. It's funny, Amanda. Like I always say, I love Victor. <laughs> I love anywhere I go. I fall in love with that place. So, f- listeners, when you hear me talk about places we've been, mm-hmm. I'm always going to say I love that place. Mm-hmm. There's very few places I've ever been where I haven't had a wonderful time, in some capacity. That's interesting. I can yeah. think of one city that you did not have a good time. Okay, in. well, we won't talk. I about won't it name it. Can you think of any city that I didn't enjoy? I know that you, you when we went to Bermuda, you weren't too happy what? with me. I think you were always mean to me in Bermuda. Was it Bermuda where you were what mean to me? This is a story. This is a story for another time. I was not always mean to you. I think that was a joke. That was we a had. running joke. Yeah, I like Bermuda a lot. Though. I love Bermuda too. Bermuda's amazing. Bermuda Bermuda's so special because it's sort of out there on its own, which is always exciting to me. I love an island. Here's one of the lovely things that I'll always remember about Bermuda. Mm-hmm. We had a fish soup. It was kind of like a stewy fish soup. Yeah. 
And they put a shot of dark rum into the they soup. They did. It was a chowder. It was a chowder. It was a stewy chowder. But, not, but like a red chowder. Yeah, not a not a white New England yeah. chowder, chowder mm-hmm. but a, 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 Bermuda, a Bermudian chowder. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. And they added the rum, and it was fantastic. Do you know something about Bermuda? The sand is pink. It was the original setting for The Tempest. There you go. Um, Shakespeare had heard about Bermuda, reports about Bermuda, and was very enchanted by them. And so he wrote about, he wrote The Tempest sort of as a an idea behind it. He called it the still-vexed Bermuths. That's how we know. Oh. Bermuth for, for Bermuda. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Well, thank you for taking this journey with us. The museum may have been closed, but we brought a lot today. <laughs> Until next time, we hope you were able to listen and sleep. <laughs>